This is the 4th and 3 Podcast with your host, Nick Stagger! Welcome back, everybody. We are here with another edition of the 4th and 3 Podcast. Thank you for choosing to listen to this today. With me, as always, is my co-host. I do have Andre Alfield to my right. So ready to go on this Monday. Yes, this is a Monday night podcast. If you listened to us last year, you know we did our recaps on Monday. Uh, we missed it last week due to some scheduling conflicts with my schedule. I'll take the blame for that. But that being said, we are here and we're excited because we got a whole bunch of week two stuff. And Monday night football starts in one hour. We got the Green Bay Packers hosting the Detroit Lions. We'll get into that as mm. well. Um, but without any further ado, let's just jump into the week two scores. Um. So uh, a lot of big things happen. I'll start the Thursday game. We did have the Giants in the football team playing, which Washington did win in a dramatic fashion at the end of the game. They won 30-29. to 29. So Giants. Um, the Jets did lose to the Patriots 25-6. to 6. So uh, Jets. The Wil- Wilson, he <laughs> threw four interceptions. What did Mac Jones do? Uh, didn't do a lot better, honestly. But the one thing he didn't do is turn the ball over. So if you're going to look at the the turnover differential, that's basically the story of this game. One of them kept control. The other one did not. Uh, but it's the same old Jets. Same old Jets. We hate to see it. Uh, the Pates did win 25-6. to six. We had the Broncos. They beat the Jaguars out 23-13. to 13. This was my survivor pick of the week. Very happy for Teddy Bridge. Um, really just going in, taking it to town. Um, AJ, what did you tell me about their special teams, defense, and offense? Uh, so their special teams, they're rate, uh, rated 32nd. Their offense, I believe, is eighth, and their defense is fourth currently that, overall. That is a recipe for success. They just need to fix up that special teams play. Very true. But you want to know a crazy fact? Who is in lead currently in the NFC West? Is or it the, the AFC West? Is it the Denver Broncos? It is currently the Denver Broncos. Gosh, Teddy. Teddy Fridge. Teddy Fridge. I'll say he's keeping it cool. Keeping it cool. Next game, we did have the Buffalo Bills play the Miami Dolphins, which the Bills gave them a shellacking. They won 35-0. to Biggest thing to note out of this game is Tua did leave the game early with a suspected hip injury. As far as I know, as of this moment, there is no time frame, but either way, you hate to see it. That could be some serious career-ending type stuff for Tua already having that huge hip injury back in college that he was recouping from, even in last season. Right, right. And I, th- I think it was, I think it switched over to his ribs, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't think, I think MRIs and everything show there was no real damage. But for Tua in, in a Dolphins team where he didn't even play great week one, you're expecting a lot more out of this. And against this Bills team, I know I expected a better game. So to have him, you know, knocked out early, it's going to be tough, but I want to see how the Dolphins respond. The next game on the docket, which we will get into in depth later, we do have the 49ers and the Eagles. The 49ers did take the W. They won 17-11 to in a low-scoring game filled with tons of defensive pressure. Uh, the next game, we have the Rams and the Colts. The Rams did beat the Colts 27-24. to A couple things to note. Cooper Cup did have two touchdowns and 100 and some yards. 160? Really. Yes. Well, I like to see that. Um, bad news if you're a Colts fan or a Carson Wentz fan. Wentz did get injured again, and it came out today that he has not one, but two sprained ankles. That is, it's such a Carson Wentz injury thing. And and for an Eagles fan, which he left out, if he doesn't play 75% of snaps, we don't get a first-round pick. So Carson Wentz, man, I wish you could just stay healthy. I Did you see the hit? I did not. It was like this weird, both of his legs split out, and he landed down doing the splits. So the fact that it was a... Ankle injury was surprising to me, or both, I guess. Uh, but you got to feel bad for him. For the Colts, 
you were hoping Jacob Eason could come in and do something. Throws a pick in a bad time. We'll get back to it. But Carson, come on. Next game, we do have the Raiders playing the Steelers. The Raiders did win 26 to 17. Derek Carr with 350 plus passing yards and two passing touchdowns. He is actually, I saw the docket today, and of the top three most likely MVPs this year, it's Tom Brady, Kyler Murray, and, and Derek, Derek Carr. What I he, like it. He's had to have thrown for what, almost 800 yards already? Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> you could argue that's a good thing. You could argue that's a bad thing because obviously you're paying, playing from. Uh, behind a little bit there no Josh but Jacobs they did take care of Ezekiel Elliott honestly if you're a Najee Harris fan you gotta be a little upset um, they did get away from the run game granted he put up a lot of receiving yards and a receiving touchdown that's not gonna make you feel good about your running back when you want to see rushing yards and rushing touchdowns with the receiving being the compliment right do you see that stiff arm though I did not. Oh, dude, it was it was good to see. I say some dude jumped on him. Derrick Henry esque. Nobody does it like like the king, but it was good to see. I'll say good to see Najee being very physical. If they're not going to be able to run the ball, I at least as a Najee owner myself, it's good to see him use them in other ways outside of just running them right between the tackles. The the Chicago Bears played the Cincinnati Bagels, and the Chicago Bears did get their first win. They are now 1-1. They won 22-17, really took care of Joe Burrow and the entire Cincinnati offense. I got to tell you, that Bears defense looked great. Their cornerback played lights out. I know he was rated as the number one corner this weekend per PFF. Um, If you're a Bears fan, this has got to be encouraging, especially because their defense, I'm not saying looked bad, but it definitely hasn't looked as dominant as it has in the last couple of years. So this is a good bounce back game for them. And especially to stick it to Joe Burrow uh, when they're coming off a big win against the Minnesota Vikings uh, really kind of puts them back into place. It kind of shows how on any given Sunday, anything could happen. Oh, 100%. I think, yeah, you're going to see that from the, the rest of the slate of games here, but between those two teams with kind of what happened with Dalton and then Justin Fields and, Obviously, the Bengals coming off a big win last week against the Vikings, so another you know NFC North team. It's it's actually got to be promising to see. I don't think Justin Fields was what they thought they were going to see there, um, but it was a perfect game. And I think that for for a Bengals fan, you got to have a little glimmer of hope though, because that was still a fantastic game out of them. Absolutely. Um, and good to note, I forgot about the Justin Fields, Andy Dalton. Uh, so Andy Dalton did go down with a knee injury. Justin Fields came in. He won the game for them. Uh, however, Matt Nagy did come out today saying that as long as Andy Dalton is healthy, he will be the starter. I don't know what it's going to take at this point. Um, frustrating. I'm sure some Bears fans have more than enough bad thoughts about what's going on over there in, in Chicago. And honestly, Nagy, I mean, you got to get this right, dude. You're kind of on the hot seat. You're kind of playing for your job right now. He's absolutely on the hot seat. So well, I don't know what he's thinking. I just just pull the trigger and push your rookie in. See if he can catch some lightning in a bottle. Next game on the docket, we do have the Texans and the Browns. The Browns did win 31-21. to Fun fact, Cleveland is 6-0 in games following a loss under their head coach, Stevan Kavansky. I did not know that fact. That's a pretty cool fact. That's a pretty cool fact. I don't want to pay them after a loss. I hope they win this week. No, I'll say I agree. But as far as the Browns go, um, I thought it was going to be a bigger blowout than this. Terod looked pretty good early on. Unfortunately, did get hurt in this game. Expected to be out a month. Uh, So that's going to be an issue moving forward. Uh, What is it? David Mills? David Mills. David Mills. Uh, He came in and immediately threw a pick as well. So, I mean, that's that's something. But the Browns are going to be good this year. I thought they were going to put up 50. So this is a little bit of a game that I thought they should have been better at, but 
still good. Um, but yeah, the Browns are are a good team this year. They're one to watch. But uh, Jarvis Landry did also get hurt in this game and is week to week moving forward. That's not good. No, and that's Odell is not back yet. So looking at that, you might have issues. But then again, oh, yeah, you have Nick Chubb and you have Kareem Hunt. Got to keep it rolling. Uh, the next game, we do have the Saints and the Panthers. The Panthers took care of the Saints. They won 26-2-7. Sam Darnold, for the first time ever, is 2-0 and in his career. Uh, Robbie Anderson is all about it. I think the Panthers are exciting to watch. I'm still... I'm not ready to you know, go in and say that they're a team to beat or they're really good. But either way, this is a great start for them. And as long as they keep this ball rolling, I mean, the Panthers, they could be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, honestly, they are in a tough division. So that's kind of an uphill battle as well. But that defense looks phenomenal. Fantastic. And I had I had heard from Timmy that this might be a thing to watch out for. Timmy does have all the insight. He does. But for them to be playing at this level, especially against the Saints team that just absolutely throttled the Packers last week, was very surprising to me. Jameis was, I think the 150 and five touchdowns is looking even more fluky than I already thought it was. But for the Panthers, Panthers to come out not only defensively look like that, but offensively put up points, love to see that. The next game, we do have the Vikings losing a heartbreaker to the Arizona Cardinals in State Farm Field. Just a bummer. They lose 33-34 off the kicker of off the leg of the kicker, Greg Joseph, who could not put a 37-yard easy give me field goal up curse. in the uprights. It's just a, it's just it's a bummer. A we will get into that later because I got a ton of thoughts on it. Um, but just know that that just know the Vikings look better than they are. But either way, that doesn't matter because you're 0 2. Uh, the Falcons did lose to the Buccaneers 25 48. They actually were coming back late. I think they were within one score before Tom Brady once again put the game away for them. Um, and that defense is just on top of it. I think it was, was it two pick sixes at the end? Mike Edwards had two pick, uh, two pick sixes or no. Yeah. Two pick sixes, both within three minutes of each other. It was fantastic. If you had to play against the Tampa Bay defense, like I did sucks. And that's also weird timing because it's on the TV in front of us. That is weird timing. Go, uh, NFL ESPN getting these highlights. Look at that two, two touchdowns right there. Just, that's a bummer. Uh, the Titans came back, did beat the Seahawks. Derek Henry quite in the first half, but with a monster game in the second half, I believe he had three touchdowns and 130 or 40 yards just in the second half alone. Really put the team on his back. This looks like another great year for Derrick Henry, for Derrick Henry fantasy owners. And if you're a Seahawks fan, you got to be really frustrated, not only with your team losing the game, but with Russell Wilson, as good as he is and as great and attention that he gets, he wasn't able to get the job done. Uh, they did let the Titans come back, win that game 33 to 30. You were you were 100% correct. I started DK in some, in some daily lineups and you said that's where you went wrong. You should have started Tyler Lockett. Again, you were absolutely correct. Um yeah, to see what that offense can be. It's going to be a passing offense again. I think they got to continue to change it up. But for the Titans, that's the Titans we saw last year. That's that is. A, that's a wear them down. Derrick Henry in the third and fourth quarter. You just don't. You're sick of tackling him. That's back to the Titans football we saw last year. Did you see the Tyler Lockett touchdown? Yeah. It was ridiculous. Gone. So it's awesome. I have him on my fantasy team. I love to see it. But at the same time, it wasn't that encouraging to me because it was more of a, I caught the ball deep and then the two defenders just messed up the tackles a little bit. And then, you know, Tyler Lockett squeaked out and walked his way into the end zone. But he's also, um, he's burnt players like that at least four times this year. Cause did he have two, another two touchdowns? Uh, I believe it was only one touchdown this week. Positive. 
Not 100%. I'm saying I'm pretty sure he had another monster week at two touchdowns. I could be wrong. but I thought he had 168 and a touchdown. I... I don't know. I guess know, don't quote me on that's that. That's still a huge week. So yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I could be wrong there. It's but, just that, you know, 70 of those yards came from one play and it was kind of a blown coverage opposed to being like, oh, you know, fantastic Tyler Lockett catch, you know, touchdowns of touchdowns and yards of yards. That's true. And I'm two and all my fantasy league moving on here. We got the Cowboys and the Chargers. The Cowboys won late. They won 22 17 off Greg. The leg kicked a 56 yard field goal as time expired. Vikings fans kicking them in the butt for not getting him as their kicker. Um, Got to be disappointing, but an interesting way the Cowboys won this week. Uh, so if you remember week one, Dak Prescott threw the ball like 50 times which is ridiculous for someone that has a shoulder injury. Right. Um, but this week, I think he only threw the ball like 17 times. It was yeah. very little. And they just ran Ezekiel Elliott and they ran Tony Pollard and there was nothing the Chargers could do to stop them. If anything, you got to swap that around. They ran Tony Pollard and then Zeke. Uh, I think they did them both. Oh, they did. But Tony Pollard, again, week in, week out, he's proven to be, I don't want to say a better back. I think but- it's I think it's 1A and 1B. Oh, I think Tony Pollard's the one the one A right now. I don't think he's the one A. I mean that like that's that's the crazy part. So Zeke finished with like eighty seven yards, which still a very good day. Tony Pollard though, like hundred and nine rushing yards, add on more receiving yards than Zeke did. And I think they're slowly obviously they're paying Zeke a huge amount of money and we'll get into it. But what I'm gonna say, just to get off that topic, because we'll talk about it, this game can be summarized in two words. Yellow flag <laughs> is just penalties. And honestly, I'll I might be biased as an Eagles fan, but the Chargers got screwed out of this game. If if you go back and watch, and I watched at least highlights, it was a game of yellow flags that caused everything. Mm -hmm. But again, maybe I'm biased. Who knows? You never know. Um, Either way, I would like Dak to throw a little bit more next week as my fantasy quarterback. Uh, It's hard to believe I won with 10 points from him. Right now, I'm struggling. Honestly, he's my quarterback for the next three years, and I'm expecting... 40 passes a game because that's what we've seen. But of course, I have Aaron Rodgers who please save me today. We'll get into it. But yeah, unexpected from Dak. The last game was Sunday Night Football and it was a doozy. I tell you, the Baltimore Ravens did take care of the Kansas City Chiefs. They won 36 to 35 in a dramatic ending. Um, Honestly, this game was really fun to watch. You know, Patrick Mahomes firing on all cylinders, Lamar Jackson really getting it done, especially at the end there with two rushing touchdowns. Uh, They did win at the very end uh, to go up 36-35. They missed the two extra points. But you know what? It doesn't matter. The Ravens won. They look awesome. They look legit. And it was fun to root against the Chiefs and have them win. You know, it's always right. I'm I'm always the type of person that wants the underdog to win. So one heck of a one heck of a game. Go Baltimore. Go Lamar. Latavius yeah, Murray. Oh, I love that too. Latavius had himself a game. That long Devontae Freeman run was fun to see, but as a fantasy owner, going to be very confusing. Uh, and then Tyson Williams. Yep. I mean, yeah, that that little slew, and then you add on top of it that Lamar Jackson is still the best back they have. Oh, absolutely. Like that. That is not going to change. Did you see the? Did you see um at the end? It was a highlight today of John Harbaugh screaming at Lamar at the oh very end. Goodness. Do you want to go for it, Lamar? Do you want to go for it? And Lamar, you know, they don't show him, but he just obviously gives them the okay. And they're yeah. like, yep, you do it. And then Lamar on fourth and one picks up the first down to for ice the, the game. For the game, dude. That, that was, was just, that's clutch. That is, And it's it's got to be amazing as a Ravens fan to see your coach have that much trust in your quarterback to say, do you want to do it? And, and taking that for what it is and saying, all right, go do it. Yeah. Like it that was, is trust faith i mean as ravens fans you got to be pumped it was just awesome 
science. Fourth and three, fourth and three. Hopping back on the mic for you and me. Fourth and three podcast. There is this Nick and AJ and Jared with the blacks. NFL blacks. Fourth and three podcast. All right. Thank you for sticking around, everybody. We are back. We are going to recap the Eagles game, the Vikings game, and preview this Monday night game. Tell you our thoughts. So let's, uh, we're going to start with the Eagles because I know I watched the game with AJ and he was a little bit heated. Uh, especially with the way um, that game ended with kind of a promising first quarter. Yeah, honestly, it, it, honestly a promising first half. We should have came out of that at least 9 nothing. I get one of them was was blocked. So take that for what it is, and we went for it on fourth down. But I have some issues. I think Nick Sirianni tried to get cute with that Philly not-so-special. Yep. He, he tried to get a little bit cute, especially going back in our home field for the first time. Cut that out. I'm over that. Don't try to play to the fan base play a football game please that ticked me off um if you're also going to look at it i'm gonna look at Derek barnett unnecessary penalty like it had no reason to be in there and he's also done that time and time again that kills me but then i'm gonna look at the defensive line as well on the other side and a serious issue brandon graham tore his achilles not he good. is hmm? not good no so and he's the leader of our team he is the energy he's the pep he's the vibe so losing that is going to be monumental I, I really do think so. And then Brandon Graham, our right guard, probably all pro right guard, strained his pec. Mm. So he's expected to miss some time as well. Um, I think Nick Sirianni, there's going to be growing pains. I think you learned a lot from this game. Uh, you got away with a team that was also hurt. But in the second half, I don't think we had a completion to our wide receiver since halfway through the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Not even the second half, the second quarter of that game. Clean it up. Run Miles Sanders more. And a couple of those deep balls, if they would have hit, I think would have changed this entire game. Same thing that Jalen Rager, that rule sucks, but that rule does suck. Um, if you, if you're watching the game, what AJ is referring to is uh, Jalen Hurts took a nice deep shot down the field. It was easily 50 yards, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jalen catches it, scores the touchdown. It's reviewed. He accidentally stepped out before making the catch and was not. Uh, a legal target anymore, which is just kind of baloney because the cornerback forced him out. It's yeah. not like he chose to run out of bounds. Um, and then for that to be such a game changing play for that to affect, because at that point they would have been up 10 zero, assuming they hit the extra yep. point. Right. And that's first off, you're, you're, you're the home team and you're hosting the 49ers who have a swarming defense, like to run the ball. And all of a sudden you get a 10 point lead on them and you're going to force Garoppolo or start throwing it. Man, that's that's a totally different ball right. game, especially for the Eagles. But no, instead, uh, that got called back, Damn. and then th- th- I think they ran the ball in the next next play. It was yeah. it was kind of a dumb next play. But either way, it shouldn't happen because it should have been a touchdown. And crazy stat: Do you know how many QB hurries and QB sacks that Nick Bosa had? How many? Zero. He had a sack though. He did not. Nick Bosa? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to double check that. At least on the stat line. I think they technically gave it to Eric Armstead. He did have at least one pay where, play where he brought it down, but I think Eric Armstead started it, so they didn't give it to him. I just know Nick Bosa got me that sack point. My, did he? Okay, yes. well, they might have. But either way, like for for a Nick Bosa game against a, an Australian rugby player, seventh round left tackle, very promising to me. Love to see that at least, but in a game that Nick Bosa is not very effective, you expect to win those games. Yep, and you already brought up this point, and I also was complaining 
complaining to complaining about this to you in person, not just because he's on my fantasy team, but because I sincerely believe that Miles Sanders is an awesome running back, and I don't think they give him enough touches. I think he should easily, at a minimum, have 20 rushes, and why not get him involved in the passing game more? You know, dial up some designated receiving plays for him. Put him on some wheel routes. Put on some, like, Secret. you know, quick block and check off. You know, it'd be awesome. Drop issues in practice. Okay, that doesn't matter right now, though. They're trying to win it, a it game. Get it? But he's like the, he's one of your best players. Oh, absolutely. He's by, you know, from an athletic standpoint, he's just phenomenal. Put the ball in his hands. It's it's unbelievable. I get it. Kenny Gainwell, rookie, he's looking nice too. But, and you, you know, everyone wants to do the running back by committee approach. But look what Derrick Henry did. Okay. Miles Sanders is a LaShawn McCoy type player. Now, obviously, he's not as good as LaShawn McCoy because LaShawn's a legend. Shady. But who's to say Miles Sanders can't be? I mean, they don't give it. They're not giving him the amount of touches when he does have that. He's so elusive. It's it's right. frustrating. And uh, especially when you're trying to play against the 49ers, who I'm not saying is a superior team, but going into the game, that's widely considered that they're right. the better team. Why well, would you not want to run the ball and limit their possessions as well? Well, even if you look at the, the 49ers running back, which number one, AJ told you to manage expectations when it came to Elijah Mitchell. I understand he got hurt, but even up until that point, he had not done much. And then Jermichael Hasty got hurt. So now the running backs for the 49ers are going to be an issue. So yeah, maybe it's good that Philly has to, but use them. Like that's that's the thing that's going to bother me and it's going to continue to is until we can just run the ball. And the thing with Miles Sanders that does tick me off is sometimes he has that hesitation where I think he wants to be Lev Bell and kind of sit behind his line and dance. We don't, I don't think we have that same fit. It's like, dude, sometimes get north and south, put a foot in the ground, put your head down, run for it. That's my only kind of reservation about him. But other than that, yeah, we need to let him loose. But Kenny Gainwell is good as well. Any final thoughts on the game? Um, yeah, we killed ourselves. I think that's, I honestly think we should have won that game. And obviously I'm going to say that biased and whatever, take it for what it is, but we should have won that game. If we hit nine points, we hit that touchdown with Jalen Ray, or if he doesn't get forced out, if he's not a rookie and doesn't know about that, like, I think experience is going to fix a lot of these issues and we're still a young team. So I see the promise. Was I ticked off? 100%. Uh, okay, so let's let's move on. Let's talk about the Vikings Cardinals, and then we'll preview this Monday night game. Uh, AJ, I've got a lot of things to say. Go for Do it. Do you want to start? Yeah. Get let me, anything out of the way? Yeah, I'll get a couple things, and I'll let you. I assume vent. Pretty much. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so I got to say, Vikings kickers, it's a curse. It it really is a curse for the rest of the team. Kirk Cousins, you came out, played spectacular. It was really really fun to see. Uh, Adam Thielen, I always doubt that like every year you're going to show some sort of regression. I'm dumb. I'll like I'll take that for what it is. But looking at the team, the defense played a lot better. The offense played really well. But Kyler Murray absolutely deserves to be in that MVP conversation for a reason. Spreading the ball around. He's so fast to get around on the outside that it's hard to keep contained. Honestly, as a, as a Vikings fan, I know this has got to be a, a big defeat and a loss. But against how good Kyler Murray and the Cardinals look, it's still a one-point loss. Could be worse. It could be worse. Let's stick with Kyler Murray real quick. First off, that dude is just, he's so fun to watch. It's its crazy. I mean, the the elusiveness and speed that he has is just unreal. The acceleration. But he can really throw the ball as well. And the, the biggest play that I'm thinking of right now was the end of the game. 
fourth and five the vikings are just thrashing their thrashing them like it's it's we're like oh my gosh we're gonna get this ball back we're gonna go score it's just uh, but no they dial up a zero blitz so you know you're sending in the whole house minus like three corners that are going to protect against three wide receivers that that pressure could not have been better he hiked the ball and there were two guys in his face uh xavier woods and harrison smith let alone you got our entire defensive line coming after him as well and it's just they're all over it it looks any other quarterback that's a sack but no kyler murray takes it on his back you know he's literally doing a fade away off his back foot chucks it up to who else but his buddy christian kirk and it's just perfect it's just a perfect throw right in the bread basket and then they're down on the on, uh they're down on like the five yard line and it's it's just unreal the talent that this kid has uh that being said on the other side of the ball it's unreal daniel hunter's talent i mean he so finished good. he finished with three sacks but oh my gosh if it wasn't for kyler if there's any other non-mobile quarterback he easily has like six or seven sacks i mean hunter was just dominant just dominant and it's got a you know it's it's definitely that's at least encouraging for vikings fans your d-line is elite uh granted we still need to figure out the secondary because i mean at the end of the day yeah the vikings lost from a kicker but they gave up 34 points and you can't do that you have to give up no more than 20 24 on a bad week gladney had a decent game gladney dantzler Dancer, yeah, yes. sorry, sorry. Dancer had a clutch pass breakup. Um, honestly, I didn't. I when when that ball was in the air, I know exactly what you're talking about. I thought that was a touchdown. Okay, I'll say the fact you like name associated that, and I was so wrong. Was like, wow, honestly, you caught on there. But did have a much better game than especially like what you saw last season. It's, it looked very good for where he was coming into this season. I I, I would. I wouldn't be surprised if Dantzler starts next week over Breland. Uh, Breland just slaughtered two two weeks in a row. I believe he's rated as the worst cornerback in the league right now out of all starters. That's not something that you want. Uh, That's definitely very frustrating. It's been an Eagles problems for the last like two years. So welcome to the club. Kirk Cousins lights out. I mean, the dude was just he was on today. And when he is on, he's fantastic. I mean, you, you can't. When when Kirk Cousins is on, he is as a kid the pocket passer that I've always wanted. I mean, he's making every throw. He's throwing it deep. He's throwing it short. He's throwing it middle, cross, everywhere, and he can do it all. Um, really commanded the offense very well. KJ Osborne was a huge bright spot. He was, in my opinion, our best wide receiver on Sunday. Uh, Justin Jefferson dropped a big pass at the end of the game. There, granted, it didn't matter because Adam Thielen saved us. Um, I think it was like a second and five. Kirk just chucks it deep. It's like 30 yards. It's literally right in Jefferson's hands and he just drops it. It's that's, it was a hard catch, but you got to be able to make that. And that's what the elite wide receivers do. So that's a little bit of a bummer. Either way, they still had good games. Thielen had a touchdown. Jefferson had a touchdown. Um, the defense needs to fix themselves up. Dalvin cook is awesome. Uh, he has, you know, that injury was the scariest thing ever. I mean, oh. he's laying down. It's like, well, season's over. I don't know about you, but I checked. I checked a couple fantasy teams to see where Alex, Alexander Madison was at. Uh-huh. I did a couple searches real fast, just in case. You never and know. I think a lot of other people did that as well. Oh, no doubt, oh. especially. And then every Dalvin Cook owner was, you know, pooping themselves. Um, so, so that's a bummer. Um, but he did come back in the game. I don't believe he finished the game. I know we have Amir Abdul at the end there. I'm sure that. Cook will probably be limited in practice all week with a bunch of soreness in his knee. 
we'll see. There's nothing has come out yet. But he'll um, play. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Vikings lost the game because their kicker once again could not get it done. Not only did he miss the extra point that led to us being down a point, he misses a 37-yard field goal. And I don't really care whether you know we have the most experienced veteran kicker or a new kid like we have right now that's barely even played. You got to make that kick. At the end of the day, you got to make that kick. There's no moral victories. There's no we played well. There's no look at how we contained Kyler Murray. It's they lost the game due to a kick. And and it's just it's just frustrating. I, I mean, what else can you say? It was it was perfect. It was right down the middle. The kid hit from 52 earlier in the game twice, I believe. And and you can't make a 37 yard field goal. And and especially as oh gosh, with all the Kirk haters out there, he Kirk never has the, the game winning drives. He can't do you know. He just put the ball down the field, got us in position. We should have won that game. But it doesn't matter because we're 0 two. And now we're looking at the Seattle Seahawks in the in the U.S. Bank Stadium. So you got an uphill battle following the Seahawks. You got the Browns. Two tough games. Ooh. I, I think the Vikings can do it. I think they can be two and two after these next two weeks, but it's one game at a time and there's no room for error and there's no excuses. If not, if the Vikings don't figure something out, I do think, I think Zimmer's gone, um, which I'm, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm ready. I would be okay with him being gone. Um, there's only so many times you can run the same narrative and it's not that I think that Zimmer's bad, but after a while, a message gets stale. You know, I've had three head coaches since you've had Mike Zimmer. It's yeah, it's. <laughs> but like, think about that too. You guys have been like perennially decent. Yeah, least. but here's the thing: it's like our defense has not been good the last few years. Sure, it it hasn't. No, and that's why we brought him in for. And he makes a lot of game management mistakes at the end. Granted, I don't think it was a mistake to run the clock. You know, because at that last pass, there was thirty some seconds left. He chose to run the clock down, call the timeout, and have your kicker do it. I don't have any problem with that because yeah. that kick should be automatic. That's what Zimmer said too. He said this should be an easy kick. And they literally quoted him saying that after the game, this should have been an easy kick. But again, it, it comes down to just the Vikings for whatever it is. They don't have that ability at the end of the game to have that clutch kicker. I think it's something that's going to be missing and has been for at least so far the last 13 years. <laughs> Longer than that, 23 years. It's huge. Okay. 23 years ago is when that curse started. Yeah. So that it's going to be an issue. I'll tell you one thing. I would be totally okay if we just opted to go for two all and the time. go for it on fourth down pretty much all the time. I mean, obviously, if you're if it's fourth and 12 and you're on the 40 and you need to kick. Right. Yeah, you can still yeah. kick it. But I mean, you know, in those situations, go for gold. I mean, obviously, it's not this is not a one year thing. <laughs> it's, no, it's always it's and, the last and, 23 and years. honestly it's like if you can even you know maybe do miss miss the, the the two point conversion and then you miss another one and all of a sudden it's 14 to 12 and then all of a sudden you miss another one and and now it's 21 to 12 but you make the second one all of a sudden it's 21 20 i mean Adds up. it's like 50 percent chance of making it anyways yeah. it's not like it's some oh there's only a 15 percent chance that you're going to make this two-point conversion just do it Two especially yards. especially the vikings have all the talent in the world right now i mean especially on offense it's two yards. you just need you just need that o-line to stick up which the o-line played great they did they played great yeah. take that chandler jones but still, it doesn't matter because they lost the game. Fair enough. Let's get into this preview because I've, we're literally just staring at it as we go here. Things have changed. We have now visuals 
to look at. Nick, what are you looking for in this game, just from a high level? Well, just telling you what I'm looking at right now is I'm looking at two teams that can't get their first win. I mean, they're sitting here 0-1. Um, it's Monday. I mean, they didn't even get their first win yesterday. It's no. it's unbelievable. Idiots. Um, you know, if I'm a betting man, if I'm like legitimately betting, I would put money on the Packers to win because how can not only do they have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but they have Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams the week after putting up zeros. So what are the odds that that happens again? That's a good point. And it's I'll tell you, it's probably very, very slim. Very, very slim. I think I think Jared actually had a stat about this in which games that Aaron Rodgers plays poorly the following game. Always lights out. Oh, I believe it. And I'll tell you what, I'm playing your brother this week. His name is Alex. I'm down 70 points. I have Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and who's that? TJ Hawkinson. If it happens, and I hope he listens to this, it's going to be really fun to reminisce about it next week. But I think out of this game, honestly, just of all fantasy, I think those are the three players to watch. And of course, probably DeAndre Swift as well. No doubt. Um, actually, one player that I like to that I'm excited to watch is Jamal Williams, the, Aquaman. Aquaman, the the former backup running back for the Green Bay Packers. He had well over 100 total yards last week. I don't know the exact number. That's my um, fantasy. Got to watch. But this he week was too. crushing it, and I feel like he's definitely going to be motivated because uh, they gave Aaron Jones that long contract, and then they brought in AJ Dillon to replace Williams. Now, granted, Williams is a little weird. He's really fun, and I gotta imagine he's playing with a chip on his shoulder and wants more than anything to put up 100 yards and a touchdown or two. Did you see his ex-girlfriend metaphor that he used when asked about this game? Yes, I did. It was actually like really funny. If you, and it's it, very on point. It, oh, it's it's absolutely perfect as far as a, as a metaphor. And like you said, he's a weird guy in like the, the most fun way, though. He's just like a positive, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. He's like, oh, yeah, I didn't want to leave, you know, but it's like an ex-girlfriend. Like, she don't want me at dinner. Then I'm just going to go. <laughs> It's just, yeah, the, the way he interprets things. Aquaman is like one of the best NFL player personas of all time. So it's honestly, I'm just so excited for this game. And I think he is going to have a chip on his shoulder. Honestly, I wish I would have started him over Saquon and I thought about it, but I don't have the cojones to do that. Uh, but I think this game and obviously Jared knows that the Packers haven't lost in the stadium in how many years? 20? Huh, maybe 20 years. That. Wasn't it 91 or 93? Maybe something like that. Dude, that's super old. 30 years. That's uh, a long time. This math is really hard because, yeah, we're getting old. But no, it's going to be a game to watch. But I have a weird little feeling in the air, and maybe it's just my little stratosphere over here, that the Lions are going to win this game. I kind of, you know, I like I said, I'm a betting man, and I would bet on the Packers. 27-28. But yes, line. my gut is actually telling me the Lions are going to, if not win, at least play a very, very close game. I mean, especially you look at the Green Bay Packers, they lose their best defensive play. Well, maybe second best. Best to second best was in Zadarius Smith. You could make the argument that Jerry. uh, Jerry's better. Um, but but Smith, as much as I you know give Jared a bunch of crap about him, he is a phenomenal player, and they put him on IR. So he's out at least the next three weeks here. So they're missing that big pass rush. Um, so DeAndre, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams combined for 250-some yards last week together as a running back tandem. you got to be a little worried at least if you're a Packers fan. And you're still missing David Bakhtiari, who yeah. – that's a big name player, whether you believe it is or not. Um, he is a game changer. And honestly, Jared Goff, he's still playing with a chip on his shoulder, especially after that trade that happened in the springtime. I mean, look how good he played last week. 
don't count the lions out, I guess, is the the moral of this story. Right. But also, it's worth noting, if you are going to play some daily, and obviously, you're not going to hear this till tomorrow, so it's not going to be helpful, but Tyrell Williams is out in this game. Oh, that's big, too. Which leaves Quintez Cephas. They brought up... Uh, um, Equinemius? Yes. The old Packer wide receiver. I think it was with them last year, and then they cut him. That's another. There's a lot of narratives going on in this game right now, so it could go either way. Um, Either way, Skull Lions needs to get this win, and uh, yeah, that's it for me, AJ. I'll say that's it for me for NFC help because Eagles are now one and one. Uh, Let's go Lions, right? Go Lions! Go Lions! Rawr! That was a terrible. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. But uh, no, appreciate it. We're back to Mondays. It's gonna be back. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, you know what, AJ. Let's let's watch this game. Let's have some let's have some pizza. Let's enjoy some football, and then uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yahoo!